Not Worth the Time with Wade Taylor. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Not Worth the Time. Oh, I'm so glad to be back here. It's been two weeks already. I'm always shocked. It sneaks up on you fast. Time is just flying. There is no slowing down. And I'm always moving and going. Does anybody else feel that way that you never have a a say in, like, how fast things are moving? It's like you're constantly trying to just stay ahead of what's going on, and it's impossible. Every weekend, every day, just seems... What's crazy is how, like, jam-packed the weekends are. It's like working those 9-to-5s fuck you when it comes to that. Because you go to your job, and you know for eight hours... You're stuck doing that. And then you have like a few hours in the morning and maybe after work to just kind of actually do whatever you want. And then all of a sudden, bam, the weekend hits and you try to jam everything you wish you were doing with the 40 hours you're at your job. And you try to jam into one. And it's uh, exhausting. And then you end up hating those things that you were trying to do in the first place. Ugh, it's wild though. Had a crazy weekend though. Uh, I'm getting ready to head to Salt Lake City. I'm moving out there. Uh, this is upcoming week, the week you're listening to this, uh, I am moving all the way out to Salt Lake City. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Uh, it was kind of cool. Uh, they got some people here in the Des Moines comedy scene threw me a, a farewell thing and, uh, we did a roast. That was fun. It's also weird. The thing I didn't, the thing I found weird about it is, um, and this doesn't make sense to most people because it's, you would think, oh, you're used to the attention, but like. Having that kind of focus and attention on you, be, you're the subject matter and the focus of the entire show is weird. And I know everybody is like, well, what are you talking about? Like, you're up there on stage doing your jokes. Aren't you the focus? Not really. The jokes I'm saying are the focus. Like, I'm just the vessel in which they're being delivered. So you don't have to, like, so you're not really focused on me. You're focusing on what I'm saying. But the roast, you are adamantly just focused on me that's all everybody there is is to focus on the people on the stage and do the jokes about them and then do the jokes about me and it's it's great it's nice because it's just them people showing that they they care about you enough to really show you what your fucking flaws are which is great i don't mind it it was it was fun but it's just strange being the attention that much which is why i almost had to like clown it and become like a caricature of myself so I didn't feel like it was me up there because otherwise I just would have felt uncomfortable. So I ended up wearing, uh, I have an Every Time I Die t-shirt, sick band by the way, if you want to check them out, check, uh, do that, uh, where it's, it says just says bullshit and then it has like the I, which is their band logo for the I and shit. And then I wore uh, my interview suit jacket, which I will be interviewing for jobs in Salt Lake City with. Uh, had a cigar in my mouth, had giant sunglasses like uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, and then I wore a backwards trucker hat, and I uh, wore WWF Championship belt, the spinner one John Cena brought it around. So I just went full douche mode, so I kind of just felt like a caricature of myself rather than like my real self. Because that's the only way I could get around me uh, fe- not feeling weird about being the center of the attention. That just comes from probably being like a middle child forever. <laughs> forever? You mean always and forever, Wade? Yeah, that's what I always am. It's even weird. Like, I've even talked about this. I am always and forever will be a middle child within my uh, family dynamic. Not because of, like, j- obviously my biological brothers. I obviously am. But then my mom got remarried, 
And even if you break it down that way with the two extra kids, I'm still the fucking middle child out of five kids. It's like, motherfucker, give me a goddamn break. So just doubling down on that complex. So you would think, you know, they say like the middle child's always striving for attention. But I think because I didn't get a lot, maybe, I don't know. I don't feel like I lacked attention, but, you know, there's all those complexes everybody talks about with the middle child. And uh, I don't know. I I think I can't. I don't handle being the center of attention very well. Uh, I think it just probably comes from just having siblings. Like uh, only child, I I would assume handle being the center of attention or having being the focus of people's attention better than like siblings because you're so used to being divided and put in those situations. I don't know. That's that's what it is. Uh, but I did that roast. That was cool. Um, and then this, uh, yesterday on Saturday, I opened up for, I didn't plug this show much. I don't think on, uh, any of our podcasts cause I kind of got booked on it late, uh, was, uh, I opened for Johnny Pepperton. Um, he's been in like Ant-Man and a bunch of other shows. Uh, he was a uh, co-star in the son of Zarn, uh, where he played a half cartoon, half, uh, boy person. And, uh, yeah, he was really funny, dude. Did this fucking hilarious bit with a landline telephone to start his set. It was fucking great. Uh, I, 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 it was very creative, and I was like, damn, I don't know how you thought and you could do that and figure that out, but it was really cool uh, to see it work. And, uh, and he was just a real nice guy. It was a nice opening. It was the last show I got to do here in Des Moines, so it was kind of cool to open up for uh, a big name coming through. Dude's super funny. Check out his stuff, man. He's... He's really funny. Yeah, he had a lot of great bits. Um, but it was a great show. Of course, it uh, didn't go off without hiccups. Uh, Bear Wolf Comedy put on the show. Shout out to Joshua Gladstone and Matt Lamb for doing that. Um, of course, every Bear Wolf show I've ever been on, it fucking rains. Dude, it, like, it, it's become such a problem that Matt even addressed it at the beginning of the show when he was hosting. <laughs> it was fucking nuts. And then halfway through the Matt set, like it was storming so bad that lightning struck somewhere and caused, and, and then you felt the thunder, and then you heard it like pop the microphone on stage, and the mic went out for a second. And Matt's just sitting there playing, like, oh, fuck, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, uh, I guess I'll just yell real loud now. And then, like, it kind of came back on and started working. He finished out his set, and then I was up second. And then I get on stage, and the mic stops working completely. I'm just like, what the fuck? And I just started making a ton of jokes about it. You know what I might do? I might like dice up that set, the inch, the that set. I have the audio recording of it. Maybe I'll put it at the end of this podcast for you guys, uh, so you can hear me joke about how my fucking microphone wouldn't work. It was so crazy. Uh, uh, I've never seen that happen. And then the sound engineer goes up. He comes down. I'm trying to tell my joke. I'm still like holding the microphone like I like it's working. Try and like I addressed it, but I'm like I'm just gonna keep fucking doing it and act like this thing works. And then tried to keep doing my set. And I'm in the middle of the joke. This in the middle of the joke, the sound guy comes down, plugs in a new fucking mic, and then hands me the new one. And I'm like, this one's not even fucking on, man. Like what the fuck? And I'm like, I'm just supposed to hold both these stupid things. And then I put down the one he gave me originally. He's like, try the other one now and whatever. And I tried it, and it finally worked. And it was a fucking hassle, dude. It was like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. Like, this is really happening right now. Luckily, it was all during the uh, opening acts that that happened. And not for uh, the nice headliner, uh, Johnny Pepperton. So, it's good. He put on a good show. 
So super fun. It was a good way to like cap off of, uh, my last performance here in Des Moines. Had a decent set. It was all right. Um, but yeah, it's been a fun like last few months doing stuff. Uh, I've done a couple different shows around town. I'm gonna miss it around here. It it um, was an eye opening thing to get like jump into stand up and I started doing this podcast when I first moved here. Um, you know, I started doing Who Gives F. I started all of punting game with my brothers here. So it's kinda weird. It's weird that I'm like kinda jumping ship and heading that way, but it's uh it's good. Change is good, guys. And I realized like why I started uh, like I've had these feelings for a while. I'm going out there, moving in with my girlfriend. It's gonna be good. Um that's gonna be great for me. She's great for me, great to me, and uh I really need that. But uh, what's uh, what I think is like part of me is like I was starting to get stagnant, man. Like, uh, hate my job, but not doing anything to get the to um to make the situation better. And there's nothing more frustrating than somebody who bitches but doesn't do anything about it. And I've I I do that. Everybody does that. Everybody's guilty of complaining about it, but then not trying to adjust their situation to make it better. Um, I've done it so many times in my life and uh, I hate when I do that because it's, it does you no good. Uh, you can't just bitch and not try to get the solution or the ball rolling. Um, so I was getting, um, it just became the perfect collective, uh, storm that I got this and I get to move away. And I realize like, it's the time thing now. Like we've set up our society in a lot of ways to be like this, uh, time related door, right? Uh, where it's like you go to elementary school and that's five years. Actually, four technically. That's even four because kindergarten is like not really school. Like it's really just a glorified daycare where you get to do finger paint and kind of learn numbers and letters. And then you go into first grade and you do that. To, and then you do five years. I guess you still do five years. So you have to go to fifth grade, right? And then you go into middle school for three years. And then you go to high school for four. And then you go to college for five. Because nobody graduates in four, guys. It's a goddamn lie. And those people who do it in three years, go fuck yourselves. What did you do for fun? Did you even try to make friends or did you just nerd out? Hang out in the library all the time. Fucking looking up porn in the goddamn computer lab. Beating off there, you fucking sicko. And that's also how they... That's the one thing. I don't know why people... Guys, if you are... I know I just cut myself off twice in the same the two sentences, but if you're a college student, don't buy your own laptop. There are free computers everywhere to use. Just go use that. They, like you're already going to be so much in debt. Just buy. Just don't buy it. Just go to the school and do that. And plus, you'll be more focused because you won't be in your house and be tempted to do other stuff. You're, you're not going to look at porn on the school computer because you know that's going to fuck you up, man. You can't look at porn at school. You can, but it, you're just going to have some serious consequences if you get caught. You know what I'm saying? I wish I never would have bought a laptop. Like, what a stupid fucking purchase when I could have just used all that shit for free. You know? And plus, bugging my house, bringing in a laptop with a fucking camera on it, and I never closed it. Who knows how many times the government was watching me and shit like that. Which kind of brings me to my first article, guys. I'm talking about how the FBI and ICE are using facial recognition to scan driver's licenses. That's right. Uh, a new documents show that ICE and the FBI have been using facial recognition technology to scan millions of Americans' photos through state driver license database, which that makes total sense because that, isn't that kind of like the purpose of that is to, uh, for identification so like they can use that as a resource no matter what. 
Um, so that get, makes sense. Let's see bullet point number two here. This is the first known instance that ICE is using facial recognition to look through these databases. ICE officially reported, uh, rec reportedly requested to look at databases in Washington, Vermont, and Utah, all states allow that allow undocumented immigrants to obtain licenses. Interesting. Huh. Well, that's, I didn't know that in Utah. Well, that's, that's fascinating because, uh, like everybody always talks about how Utah is a, um, super, uh, conservative state, but yet they allow undocumented citizens to obtain licenses. Yeah, that's pretty interesting to me. I get there's probably, it's like the two sides of a corn that sounds like super progressive, but then like you find out they're doing that so they can keep track of uh, illegal immigrants and stuff like that. Uh, and to just track them down later, they're like, yeah, we'll use the labor and shit now, but uh, eventually you're going to be out of here. I don't know why they, uh, Utah people, I'll figure out the accent once I move out there. For me right now, they all sound like the New Jersey. So if I talk about Utah people, always New Jersey accent, guys. That's canon on this podcast, and you will respect it. Nobody said you learned anything listening to this, did they? Uh, let's see here. There are no federal or state laws that allow either ICE uh, that Okay, wait a minute. There are no federal or state laws that allow either ICE or the FBI to use this technology on the DMV database. And in some cases, states have uh, privacy laws preventing it. Yeah, here's the dirty little secret. The FBI doesn't give a fuck about your state laws. The FBI will do whatever it wants, man. Like, they, they, this facial recognition shit's about to start fucking people up, dude. There is no more privacy. In everybody, I think I've talked about this on a past podcast, but maybe I didn't. You know how there were always, like, Big Brother is watching, and it was always that. That's the thing, right? Big Brother is coming after you and shit like that. That's not who you have to worry about. We have become Big Brother. The people. They, we have made, made the people Big Brother. The the citizens, the, the people of the world, um, police people now more than actual police or the bureau do at all. Because um, the first people who will call people out on whatever they're doing online or whatever or investigative work are people online, just normal people who are doing this kind of shit. And that's what's going to start happening. Somehow, with facial recognition right now is in these people's hands, and it's been in their hands for fucking ever. It'll get to the general public, and we'll be able to scan people's faces. China already fucking does shit like this. You heard about this credit score system that they have? They literally will scan uh, people's faces, and it's a social credit score that uh, will, that will be used to like know whether to give you like loans and shit like that. So rather than like your payment history like we do with credit scores it's all about like how many fucking uh jaywalking tests do you have uh do you are you married are you divorced like those things factor into your your score that allow you to do things and like it even I, if i remember reading right like you can't even go into certain places of businesses to shop if you don't have a high enough credit score uh social credit score it's fucking nuts and like eventually that'll probably be here in the u.s and once we get the fucking little lens cap eye things that you get from black mirror and you just it's just going to show people score right about their head it's going to be that uh what fucking is it the fray who does that one uh 
No, it's uh, Nickelback, where they have, like, the guy uh, saving people, and once, like, somebody saves your life, you could see, like, the timers on their head about, like, when they're about to die. But instead, we're going to, that's what's going to be floating above their head is, like, how good of a person that per- is. And then we'll just have con artists that way, because con artists will be ahead of the fucking game, and they'll be able to manipulate their credit score to make it look at it. We used to, people used to scratch out their IDs and shit to make it look like it was like a year older and stuff, and then people would go drinking like that. You don't think people are going to figure out how to digitally enhance their goddamn credit score and fuck with that? It's going to be a wild time, guys. It's it's just going to get crazy. And now, I hopefully will be dead before we get to that point. Because uh, everybody always says technology is going to advance. The next 10 years, it's not true. 10 years is like, like iPhones have been around longer than that now, and they're still basically the same. It's like, there's no difference. I just like all this facial recognition shit, and I will I call stuff out on this all the time. Uh, like, everybody was using that face app thing. And uh, uh, I, I had a different theory. And then all this stuff came out that's like a Russian company, and they were accessing all your photos and, like, taking them and storing them on, the cl- on their cloud and their server. So they basically were taking literally all of your phone information as soon as you installed it or allowed it access. Even I think there was even reports that even if you didn't allow it access to your camera roll, it was still taking those photos off. Uh, I don't remember if those claims were actually legitimized or said to be true but that was where all the things going around uh my thing was this is my theory that came out but uh, of course then i found out it was owned by some russian company and uh, i thought for sure that this was a uh dat like a facial recognition software for sure being used by like the cia or the fbi to get tons and tons of uh people to start taking old photos and stuff to make make themselves look older and then they compile the database to help with that uh America's most wanted thing cuz when they make the uh, it's been 15 years since we found this uh, been able to find this person so but here's what we think they might look like today and they like enhance the graphics to show their age now I think I they were I thought for sure that's what this was is like just testing technology to see if it how well it worked to make people look older so they could start using it to find criminals. And also, that now if you, like, disappear off the grid, uh, they have a fucking photo of what you might look like later. And so, bam, now you can't even hide because they have a you, – you might look completely different. This is why, guys, I'm telling you, this is, you just grow your hair out now and then, grow a beard. Then, like, for a, few, for a year or two, then you shave it, and then you uh, start growing it back. You just switch it up all the time so you can't get your face recognized. That's it. Like, you just got to structurally fuck with it, and then you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> I have sound nothing short of, like, a crazy person this whole podcast already. Ugh. It's fucking fake. Facial recognition is wild, dude, and it's just getting crazier. I can't... But, dude, when they start, like, just going through videos of YouTube and just, like... Because there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people's hours of them putting stuff out, and they're just going to be able to comb through that and do whatever they want with it just by taking it. It's crazy. But you know what? We just need to take a step back. And people are really starting to invest in this uh, way to step back and try to take the edge off and make you even forget that there is facial recognition. Man, there's no, you don't need to worry about that. Here, hit this joint, man. That's because uh, this next thing I'm looking at is investing. It's like three marijuana-related stocks that are ripe for takeover. Now, uh, I don't know if any of you guys are into investing. I've recently really started to like look at stuff, especially because there's so many industries popping up. 
And I'm going to be quite honest, I think there's going to be some kind of downturn in in a little bit. And uh, once that happens, for sure, uh, stocks will go down and you can start investing in stuff. So I think in like the cannabis market, like uh, it probably won't even get affected by it. It'll probably still be fucking super expensive stocks. But goddamn, dude, like every pl- like what is it? It's completely legal in Canada now. It's legal. It's uh, me- medically legal. And I think like 25 30 states it's recreationally legal in like 15 or so so it's just like a growing market and it's like just insane i think in oregon uh they actually had a surplus i think i saw a story about how they had too much weed and they're like we need to get rid of this shit so they just had like wholesale weed day (laughs) they opened up a costco that just had bricks on bricks of weed it's fucking hilarious dude uh, but like they have these companies that they're saying you should like invest in, like uh, Aurora Cannabis. Uh, uh, it recently uh got on the New York Stock Exchange along with Toronto. Uh, if you've seen the name in the morning news, that's because the firm just agreed to acquire uh Pharmas Pharmacus Magnus Mexico only licensed import of THC containing raw materials. You may call that Coca-Cola uh, had a link to Aurora uh, in talks of ended in in the talks that ended up going nowhere. Okay, so Coca-Cola was thinking about buying this fucking brand? Damn, dude. Like, I watched this video that's on this page, and you guys should watch it too. It was about the guy, like, because CBD is now the big thing, of course. Um, it's like the extraction that's not like the psychoactive part. And every it's every podcast you listen to is probably pitching you some kind of fucking CBD thing all the time. So you, people are just get like trying to use this for medical purposes all over the place. And then now, uh, in like I guess like this guy was talking about how CBD uh, drinks are going to start coming in, whether it's like uh, like uh, alcoholic beverages with CBD in it or like a uh like a soft drink with CBD in it and like I guess like a lot of like the big players that you would think of like Coke, Pepsi, uh Anheuser-Busch and all these places are starting to look at how they can uh use the crop of marijuana to also like try to make money. And so like it's there there's about to be a shit ton of stuff that is just being used uh uses cannabis in it. It's going to be crazy. Um so what is this a a feria, uh, what is this? Okay, would you be another name you're interested in in sim- or price? Uh, looking to keep it domestic, look to stay away from actually touching this the plant. Then we had no I have another idea. Okay, so it's called Kushko Holdings. This firm never touches cannabis plant. It simply service services all your cannabis business needs. Kush has been uh, making a great stake in expanding its range of coverage. Having operated in the West Coast, the firm is making a pr- making progress, making its products mostly packages, packaging available to wherever usage is legal. Oh, man. So these guys, oh, that's fucking smart, dude. See, like I think investing, the biggest thing I've started looking into stuff, you got to invest in shit or be part of the company that does the stuff that you don't even think about. Uh, like providing the plastic for fucking like Coke bottles. Like you own the plastic that you just sell it. So this company is helping with packaging. 
Like, you, nobody thinks about that. Like, you, like oh, the little baggies that they're putting them in. Like, so you, somebody has to make that. So you become the company that makes the best, like, smell-proof uh, Ziploc baggies or, like, sealed baggies that help uh, hopefully, like, keep the freshness of whatever product you're selling the longest. Helps uh, you, you don't lose potency or whatever. It's like, we decrease the loss of potency in crystal falling off the plant by 4% with this, just using this plastic. And it's also 10% cheaper than what you're using now. Like, you do that kind of stuff, and then you don't... You, you, Everybody wants to use it because that's always going to be needed for those packaging, those products. And then you can just use them for other shit, too. It's not just limited to that. That's the shit you got to invest in or come up with that'll make you, like, fucking rich. It's just being the people who own that kind of stuff. I, I, like, I wish it, I had that kind of brain to see that. And I know that. But I still don't. I know that that's a thing, but I still can't grasp it when it's in front of me. You know what I mean? Like, uh, just being the people that own the materials, like in providing something that like most people just throw away, like the cannabis companies are using their packaging, right? And so they're packaging it and then they just, you're literally selling them a product to keep their product in and then have their customers just throw it away. It's fucking crazy. So it's you have like it, they have to have it because you can't just have open product out like that. It was regulations and shit like that, and then you don't even have to worry about pleasing the actual consumer of whatever they're selling. You only have to make sure that they have and they have to have it. It's fucking brilliant, man. It's a fucking l stranglehold on it, dude. It's fucking nuts. I don't know why that shit makes me like go like wow, that's fucking crazy. Because it's not that crazy. It makes sense. I don't get it. I'm dumb. But, uh, you know, after you take some of that CBD oil, you know, and you, your knees feel finally good, your joints finally feel great, you know what you should do? You should clean your fucking house, you pig. Yeah, clean your house. And you know what? You guys are fucking missing spots in your house, and that's why I'm going to tell you, ask you this question. Did you forget to clean the four cringy-worthy, dirty areas in your house? Well, I'm about to tell you where you need to check them out and find it. First of all, are you one of those fucking weird people who has a shower caddy for some goddamn reason? Because you're an animal, so you have this fucking shower caddy for some stupid reason. Uh, okay, fine. You want this fucking thing? You better check it out, because it is gross, I bet you. I bet you haven't touched that shower caddy in years. And now you got fucking scummy, gross fucking black mold growing on your shampoo bottle, because you haven't even put in that rusty fucking piece of metal. That's the thing that gets me about shower caddies, is people don't even put the plastic ones in, they put those metal ones in, and then they start to rust, and then it's, like, gross. And I'm like, you're keeping rust in just in your fucking shower, it, uh, it's fucking disgusting. Like that's that's grosser to me than like if you. I guess if you just had like some people have like those like it's like it looks like a what do you like a mop and bucket type thing where they they take that in and out, which I always think is fucking funny. Like I'm like, why do you need one of that? That's weird. Just put it on the sides and the shelving. The only thing that sucks about that is then you still got to clean like the scum marks, like when you like the water sits on the like underneath the bottle and then it creates the scum marks in the shower. It's fucking disgusting. Uh, let's see here. What's the other spot you need to clean? How about your air ducts? I read about this all, or read about this and read about it. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. My brain's fucking shutting down, guys. But, like, how dirty air ducts are. Like, you're breathing in so much garbage because you don't replace the filter or 
wipe down the like the vent itself it's so gross so like that's a thing that people really your ceiling fans i the ceiling fixtures like that's another one i couldn't believe it the first time i ever like had my own apartment and i always just leave my fans on and i thought oh there's no way they're really dirty they're spinning all the time then i stopped it one time i was like i should just check it and just make sure it's clean and dude just from spinning it had picked up just a cake layer of dust on the side of the blade that was like going, you know, the front part of the blade spinning, the leader of it. And it was disgusting. I was like, holy shit, I'm probably just breathing it in because it's just catching it and then flaking off slowly but surely. It's just all these dust particles and then all my dead skin cells just floating right back into my lungs. Oh, too gross for you? I'm sorry. Not really. You know, it's reality. If there's one thing not worth the time, I'll tell you it's how fucking reality is. Also, your dishwasher is gross as fuck. You know, just because it's washing your dishes doesn't mean it washes itself. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. What the hell happened? Well, that was supposed to be the music and the time for me to get into uh, misconnections here. But uh, my fucking phone just decided to freak out on me. And that's fine. That's fine. We don't need the music. It's not like you guys look forward to me playing that stupid little fucking <laughs> stupid little alarm for my iPhone that everybody has. All right, guys. This one is coming to us from central New Jersey. And as we know, people from central New Jersey are always about talk, teaching us a lesson, right? They want to make sure everybody becomes a better citizen. And this one at the Flemington DMV, uh, the uh, patron who yelled at me. So, somebody got yelled at, and somebody's about to learn some t something right about themselves. I com I commented on your shorts at 8 a.m. on Wednesday, and then you sincerely and tersely, tersely? Oh, tersely. Uh, I'm a moron. I don't even think that's right. But anyway, let me know I was out of line. Oh, shit. He even agrees with them. Okay, let's find out. It says one. I am very sorry. I have for have speaking or have spoken to you like a complete asshole. I like how he even censored himself. He put two uh, asterisks where the s's are an asshole. Um, two. You were a hundred percent on point and correct. Who damn? Like he he's like yeah. You passed that test. I have great respect for you for confronting me and not letting me slide. Okay, this is what's hilarious about that. This person, uh, that's such a New Jersey thing. Like, I have respect for you because you didn't, like, just let it, hap let it happen. You actually stood up to me. You just have to fucking just get right in their face about it and just be like, okay, now I respect you because you're not going to just take shit. Now I can probably ask you out on a date. Uh, three. Uh, wait, I just realized something. This bullet point thing, it says one, two, two, and then three. It should be one, two, three, four. So this is the fourth bullet point, but it's actually number three. Uh, you have forever impacted the way I sp will speak and interact with women because of my interaction with you. Oh, so it was a dude talking to a woman about her shorts. Was he like, hey, those things are looking a little short there. You've been sucking too much dick, and it's been rubbing off at the knees. Oh man, the, yeah. I would. I, would, I wish he said in here what he fucking said to her. That would be great. I need to know that. It says I have nothing but respect for you. Uh, and again, our interaction will guide my future interactions with all people. Take away for anyone just uh, stumbling into this post. 
Do not ever comment on a person's looks or dress, regardless of whether you're trying to be complimentary or not. So, guess what, guys? We can't fucking talk to strangers anymore. You can't give them any kind of compliment. You can't be nice to them. You can't even be like, hey, man, your shoe's untied, because they might take offense to that. And maybe they can't tie that shoe because they got a bum hip, and they can't actually reach down to that. Then you say, well, why don't you get Velcro shoes or just slip on ones? Then you don't have to worry about it. But then you're telling them how to live their life, and maybe they like wearing that shoe string. Maybe they have to have the left shoe string untied because it lets them know that they're part of a special group. And so when they go into places, they give head nods, and that's how they get free breadsticks at the local Godfather's Pizza. That's what's going on there. And I don't know, but you can't talk to people anymore. That's what this comes down to. No more compliments, no more nothing. We're going to become robots. Um, you're going to put in your goddamn uh, lens, and you're going to see your social credit score, and they're going to scan your face uh, to know if you can give them a compliment or not. <laughs> We're going to start using facial recognition software to make sure we can give talk to people and give them compliments. I'm like, how does this person receive compliments? Not well. Definitely not going to say anything to her. What about this girl? Oh, she'll take any kind of comment and just take it in strides. Okay. Hey, how about you suck this dick? And that's and then we get me too again, and then he finds out, oh, that's not how that social credit score works. And then hers gets knocked down for lying on her social credit score, saying she will take anything. And then his gets knocked down because he's yelling at women in public because he's a piece of shit, piece of shit yelling at people. So that's the takeaway, guys. Thanks for listening and not worth the time. If you like this show, go check out the other fucking shows on punninggame.com. We got all sorts of ones. You got this one dropping every other Monday, and then on the alternating Mondays, you got No Rational Thought with Nathan. It's a fun, garbage-filled podcast, just like this one. And then you got Tuesdays. You got the Grove Podcast, along with an episode of Fun Pun Gaming every Tuesday. Check them out. Wednesdays, you got the best show on the site who gives that podcast with me and nathan talking shit about whatever we want and just doing whatever we want it's a great time thursdays you got monster jamboree podcast uh talking horror movies with matt lamb and eric bridges it's a good ass fucking time and then you also got another episode of fun punk gaming every thursday friday things about stuff judge die brian Digging deep, the bearded one, going hard in the paint on Fridays. Check that out every Friday, things about stuff. And then, guys, if you want to support the site, we got the merch on lock, yo. You can go to Punning Game and go to the uh, uh, Punning Game shop right there on the website, or you go to teespring.com slash store slash Punning Game, and bam, you can just buy shirts and shit. It's great. We've got all the shows up there. Not all of them. A couple of them. Missing a few. But it's good. Check that out. And if you want free shipping, use the promo code NWT. That's right. Free shipping when you use the promo code NWT. That's right, guys. No, I'm sorry. I said the promo code wrong. It's NWT Pod, I believe. Man, I probably forgot. Yeah, it's NWT Pod. I forgot my own fucking promo code. That's NWT Pod. N-W-T-P-O-D for free shipping, guys. So if you want to buy a shirt, support the site, check it out there. Guys, thanks for listening to Not Worth the Time. I'm Wade Taylor. And remember, don't compliment people and uh, give breadsticks to people with untied shoes.